0: of First Christian Center.
1: It's time for Dr. Jomo Cousins on Fresh Wind Radio. Uh,
2: We have to have the ability to sow a seed and speak to that seed. Now, how do I speak to my seed? For example... Your soul will seed to say, Father, God, I thank you right now that that harvest is coming forth. Father, God, I thank you for that business. Lord, I thank you for the relationship. So as you sow towards something, you have to speak life over your seed. That's how you water your seed, praise God. We hope you're excited to hear
1: God's word today on Fresh Wind Radio. We've got some incredible opportunities lined up for you later on in the broadcast to support this radio ministry. But for now, let's get straight to the word with Dr. Jomo Cousins.
2: New, I feel it Today, as we delve into part three, part three, uh, the laws of the harvest, part three, we're going to deal with Solomon's secrets, Solomon's secrets. Everyone say Solomon's secrets. Now, Solomon was the richest man in the Bible, and he was known for his wealth and his success. And it's wisdom. But how did he get there? So we're going to delve in that today. But before we get in there, we're going to deal with some harvest facts. Number one, Genesis 8.22. Genesis 8.22, it says this. uh, While the earth remains, there will be seed, time, and harvest. Everyone say seed, time, and harvest. Uh, we have to have the ability to sow a seed and speak to that seed. Now, how do I speak to my seed? For example, you sow a seed and say, Father, God, I thank you right now that that harvest is coming forth. Father, God, I thank you for that business. Lord, I thank you for the relationship. So as you sow towards something, you have to speak life over your seed. That's how you water your seed, praise God. And as you speak life over it, you're fertilizing your seed. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. All right, next one. Uh, 2 Corinthians. Look what this says. Remember this. A farmer who wants to, who only plants a few seeds will get a small crop. But the one who plants generously will get a generous crop. You must each decide in your heart how much to give and don't give reluctantly or in response to pressure for God loves a person who gives cheerfully. Everyone say cheerfully. Amen. That's how we need to give. Verse 8 says, and God will generously provide all you need, then you will always, everyone say always, have everything you need and plenty left over to share with others. That's God's will. And lastly, Acts 10.34, this is a new faith fact. for you look at this, Peter says, Peter clearly exploded with his good news. It's God's own truth. Nothing can be plainer. God plays no favorites. It makes no difference who you are, or where you're from, if you want God and are ready to do what he says, the door is open. So guess what? Don't get mad at someone's harvest. Look at your seed. Because God is no respecter of harvest. You are where you are based on the seeds you sown. If you don't like your harvest, change your seed. We are living in our choices. Today we will be teaching from First Kings chapter 3. 1 Kings chapter three. 1 Kings chapter three, Solomon loved the Lord and followed all the decrees of his father. Everyone say Solomon loved the Lord. So, okay, love follows. He followed. Love follows, loves obedience. So when I love something, I'm going to work with it because I love it. So love Follows and says, uh, except Solomon, too, offered sacrifice and burnt incense at the places of worship. John 3.16 uh, explodes with love. For God so greatly loved and daily prized the world that he even gave his one and only begotten son. Love gives what's important to us. So, when you say you love something, praise God, you should be ready to give towards what you say you love. Verse 4, verse 4, back in the first uh, Kings, most important of these places of worship was Gibeon. So the king went there and sacrificed a thousand burnt offerings. Now, Pastor, what is a thousand burnt offerings? It could have been a thousand bulls, it could have been a thousand ducks, it could have been a thousand dollars. It could, whatever it was, it was significant because it got a response from God. If something doesn't mean anything to you, it likely won't mean much to God. But when Solomon did this, God answered him. With, and this blew my mind, by the way, before we go there. Uh, 2, Samuel, 2 Samuel 24, look what this says. This is what David says. But the king said to Ryanum, no, I've got to buy it from you for a good price. I'm not going to offer God, my God, sacrifices that are no sacrifice. Now, for the last 10 days, those of you who have been to Fast Lane, has it been a sacrifice? Oh, Jesus. My daughter and I were going to one of her treatments, and uh, we were. Uh, she had finished one, and I said, what you want to eat? She said, Burger King. And my God, is there something about the aroma of a Whopper? My God, especially if you're fasting. And I'm just sitting there and the aroma is just hitting me. And I just said to God, be the glory. Hallelujah. Amen. We went to another restaurant. Uh, I was invited out and they said, let's go. And you know how the devil works. So I'm going to the restaurant and uh, uh, it's a a Cuban place, nice place. And I'm going there with some important people. And these are uh, as I'm going, my flesh is trying to talk to me, saying, "Jomo, nobody gonna know you in this restaurant." As soon as I walk in the door, the waitress say, "Hey, pastor." I said, "The devil <laughs> is a liar. I can't go nowhere. I wasn't gonna cheat, but boy, I just I made sure I had my salts and chips, and a salad. Praise the Lord." I love God. He always checking on me. To God be the glory. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. 1 Kings 3.5 says, that night the Lord appeared to Solomon in a dream. And God says, what do you want? If God asks you that question, what do you want? Now, what precipitated, what was the precursor? What what happened before? First off, he loved God. Secondly, he was willing to sacrifice for God. And then one of you say, I love God, I sacrifice for God. And then God says, what do you want me to do for you? Oh, I like that. Now, I want you to understand that when God asks this question, this is not abnormal, but this is normal for God. I want you to understand God wants to answer your prayers. That's what God wants to do. Matthew 7, 7. Look what it says. I'm going to give you some examples. Church, y'all ready to read with me? Ask and keep on asking, and it will be given to you. Seek and keep on seeking, and you will find. Knock and keep on knocking, and the... Listen, you don't open the door. You don't open the door. The, box, the door will be opened unto you. You. So your job is to be in position. Your job is to ask, seek, knock. God opens the door. So what I've learned when I'm in a waiting room, I'm getting ready because I know God is about to open a door. So what you have to do is ask, seek, By the name, By the way, that's a great acronym. A-S-K. Ask. So whenever I'm in a place of waiting, I go to ask, ask. You should never forget that. Because for everyone who keeps on asking receives. And he who keeps on seeking and to him who keeps on knocking, it will be open. Look at verse nine. This will bless you. And what man is there among you? If his son asks for bread, will instead give him a stone. That's not a good father. Or if he asks for fish, will instead give him a snake. If you then, evil and sinful by nature, he talking to us, as you are, know how to give good and advantageous gifts to your children. How much more will your Father, who's in heaven, perfect as he is, give what is good and advantageous to those who what? He didn't say ask. He says keep. Come on, anybody have that child that don't stop talking to you? Anybody have that child, mama, 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 ice cream, ice cream, ice cream, ice cream? And before you know it, that child get on your last nerve. And before you know it, say, where is the ice cream place? I'm not. Because I just want you to shut up in the name of Jesus. Anybody have that child that won't stop asking? And if you tell them something, you better do it. Because them jokers are going to nag Amen. God is saying be persistent. Just like your kids are. Oh, glory to God. Look at Matthew. Let's read again. Jesus replied to them, I assure you. And most solemnly say to you, if you have the faith, personal trust in me, and do not doubt or hear this. Underline this, highlight this.
1: One zero one, eight zero four. Again, the access code is one zero one eight zero four. For more information or to leave a prayer request for Dr. Jomo to pray over, please visit our website at freshwindradio.com And now, let's get back to the Word
2: Allow yourself to be drawn in two directions. So doubt is allowing my, everyone say allow. That means I'm participating in it. I'm allowing myself to be drawn in two directions. James says a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. So when I doubt, doubt means I'm allowing myself to be pulled in the wrong direction. He says, You will not only do what was done to the fig tree, but you'll even say this mountain be taken up and thrown in the sea, and it will happen if it's God's will. Now, oh ooh, ooh, that's good. If it's God's will, some mountains God expected to climb. Abraham had to climb up his mountain. We have to be mindful not to waste time talking about our mountain and speak to our mountain. See, some of you waste so much time describing your problem versus speaking to your problem. He didn't say to describe the wave. He said, speak to the wave. See, you don't waste your time telling me how big your mountain is. You better say how big my God is. See, we waste our time telling people our problems versus speak to it. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. (laughs) glory. What's my next one? Is it John? No. Whatever you ask for in prayer, believe and you receive. So, God will meet you on the level of your belief system. As you believe, so shall I receive. As you believe, so shall I receive. As you... Be- we had an incredible baptism yesterday. A whole bunch of people got baptized yesterday, right? So, with that happening, I was, I was talking to my brother, Shavago. We are eating We're eating, uh, ginnup. Ginnup is an island thing with a little seed in it and some sweet stuff. Praise God. Some of y'all know and some of y'all don't know. But that's all right. Me and him were eating. A couple of other brothers said, what's that? We saw eating. And I, he said, you know, he wants to potentially go to the islands and do uh, n- another outreach. I said, well, praise God. I, I, I'm, I'm in a favor of that so I left there went to my son's basketball game and uh, got there and a pastor called me said, hey hey Jomo how you doing I said man I was calling to say thank you uh, for opening a door for me because see I understand doors just don't open Uh, there's people that kind of help you. So I said, I want to say thank you for opening the door for me for this ministry. And I went to a church last week and, uh, I did what God told me to do. And, uh, there was good reviews. And so word was spreading about the brother with the trash can and the recycling can. They said, Oh, I like him to God be the glory. I said, amen to God be the glory. He says, Jomo, you are the person I wanted to call. I said, yes, sir. How how can I serve you? He says, well, uh, I'm planning uh, outreach, uh, to the islands. He says, I'm going to St. Thomas, and then I'm going to the next one. I'm going to the next one. And he says, I want you to be the preacher that's going to be preaching when I go. And I said, I said, he says, uh, he says, now, nah, uh, are you good? I said, look, man, I'm here, brother. Locked and loaded. Just put me the gun. I'm a bullet. This, where you want me? This is what I'm called to do. And he said, if you want to, uh, you could if you have a praise team you want to come with you, if they can come too. I said, Whoa, 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 they ain't giving me okay for y'all yet, (laughs) but if they do, amen, but uh, November, towards the end of November, uh, and guess what, I was just having a conversation with a brother about doing something, and once the words went out, God has people in position and places, and they capture that. And praise God, ask, and it shall be given. Seek, and you shall find. Knock, and the door shall be open to you. See, it's God's will. That's why you got to have bolder prayers, no timid prayers. Come on, to God be the glory. Eyes have not seen, ears have not heard, neither entered the heart of man. What God has in store for me. You better make it personal. Look at this, for me. Now, I know he got some stuff for you, but I'm talking about, look at the neighbor and say, you got your stuff, but God got some stuff for, I ain't trying to be selfish or nothing, but f- for me, more than enough. Ooh. God will meet you on the level of your belief system. So he says, we're going to, Start, I believe, in St. Thomas, and then we're we'll going to go somewhere else. And he said, then December is Puerto Rico, November is St. Thomas. And he said, we're going to go, he says, it's going to be called Feed 5,000 in 5 Days. And I said, he said, he said I, want you, I want you to be preaching. You tell me the day you can be there. I said, well, I work, I, I'm going to get the information. Guess what? Whatever I put my mouth on. In reference to speaking to, let me, let me clear that up to God. I saw your mind start going there. Oh, Father God. Whatever I speak to, got to move. What else, look, if you understand, he says, if you can speak to the mountain, and the mountain move, if you can speak to the tree, and the tree move. Whatever I speak to, got to move. I walk by faith. John I believe in 157 one of my favorite ones if you remain in me and my words remaining in you that is if it's vitally united and my message lives in your heart ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you now if you see there's a trend that God wants you to ask whatever you wish now the critical part about the scripture says abide means I'm connected with him. If I'm connected with him, I'm not going to ask him for something that's going to hurt me. Some of you can't handle a million dollars. You will lose your mind. So God can't give you what you can't. I got babies. I know if they get sugar at a certain time of night, do I have any witnesses? They're not going to sleep because I know they can't and God can't give you what you can't handle. That's why you have to grow in this thing. Hallelujah, praise the Lord. You got to grow in it. God had to trust me with 100,000 before he could trust me with millions. God has to trust you with your hoopty before he trusts you with a bands. Oh, I know I get some witnesses there. He want to see how you're going to handle this. Well, Pastor, I got hoopy. Is it clean? Is the hoopty clean? Can, can, can you handle that? Look, at they got quiet on that. Praise God. Let me keep on moving. No real talk. All, all that stuff matters because, see, God wants to see if you, you could be a good steward. Oftentimes, people get stuff and lose their mind huh. because what they have identifies them. They don't have stuff. Stuff has them. John 15, 6. I like this one too. Look at this, y'all. Let's read, church. You have not chosen me, but I have chosen you, and I have appointed you, and placed and purposely planted you. Listen, stop trying to uproot what God planted. Blossom right where you are. Wherever you are, you can blossom. Why? Because I'm a child of God. I took my pastor, it ain't working out for me. Are you working? Because wherever you're planted, you're a child of God. You're the light of the world. You're the salt of the earth. You are more than a conqueror. No weapon formed against you shall prosper more. Your steps have been ordered, and wherever you go, God already knew you're going to be there. Blossom right where you are, <sighs> Lord, so that you would go and bear fruit, and keep on bearing, and that your fruit will remain and be lasting. So that so 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 that so that whatever. You ask the Father in my name, and as my representative, he may give to you. See, I represent, king, I represent the king of the kings. Amen. Praise God. So when I step in the room, Holy Spirit just stepped in. I got a whole entourage, like coming to America, King Joffy Joffa. Y'all remember that, brother? And they had the ladies behind. <laughs> Y'all remember that, praise? And they had the flowers. <laughs> There's angels that are around you. God got your back. So you change your mentality about things. I got favor. Things are going to work out in my favor. God got me in the palm of his hands, and no weapon formed against me shall prosper. I'm the head and not the tail. I'm above and not below. I'm blessed coming in and blessed coming out. Guess what? Eyes have not seen. Ears have not heard. Either it's the heart of man. What well, God has in full, those who walk up rightly. thank you, Holy Spirit. Verse 6 says this, back in the First Kings 3. Solomon replied, you showed great faithful love to your servant, my father, David, because he was honest and true and faithful to you. And you have continued to show this great and faithful love to me today by giving him a son to sit on the throne. Now, O oh Lord, my God, you have made me king instead of my father, David, but I'm like a little child who doesn't know his way around. Now, listen, he's a grown man, but he says, I'm a child. Humility. I don't know everything I need to know. Then he understood the consistency of God. I saw how you lived and worked through my father. So therefore, I know you're consistent. I know you're faithful. And I know you put me on the throne. I didn't get here by myself. Every now and then, once you get your degree and your 401k and your health insurance, you act like you <laughs> like you just got there by Yourself, like God didn't open some doors that there wasn't some favor, that there wasn't a praying grandmother and a praying mother that prayed you through. You act like there were some bills that somebody paid for you that you couldn't afford. I don't know about you. I I know I I sure had some tickets. You know them, them tickets they give you on college where you can't graduate unless that's paid? I don't know how I got paid, but somehow, some way, God made a way. There's some things that God has done for you. You don't even know who did it. But God did it for you. Open the door. Glory to God. Deuteronomy 8.18. Look what it says. Deuteronomy 8.18. But you shall remember with profound respect the Lord your God, for it is he who has given you power to make wealth, and that he may confirm his covenant, which he swore solemnly promised to your father. Okay, so God gives me the power to get wealth, to establish his kingdom, God has given me the power to establish his, because see, God wants us in power to establish his kingdom. You've been
1: listening to Fresh Wind with Dr. Jomo Cousins, senior pastor of Love First Christian Center in Tampa, Florida. If you've been blessed by the word today, you can pick up a copy of today's message or any of our other great teaching series by simply visiting our website at freshwindradio.com. All of us at Fresh Wind want to thank you for listening